Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Just So Girls. Erin here with Julia, and we're going to dive right in today and talk about the 5 p.m. artist. Uh, many of us have been there, some of us are still there, and we are lucky enough to have Julia who's been there and then left there and gone back there um, and been the 5 p.m. to 9 to 5 p.m. So we're going to discuss about that uh, today. So Julia, you of all people have had experience in both spaces. You have been the 5 p.m. artist and you've been the 9 to 5 p.m., which I know we say 9 to 5 and hours are always no job is actually nine to five. So this is just for purposes of differentiating the topics. Um, but tell us about your, yeah, tell us about your experience of being a nine to five or 5 p.m. versus the nine to five. Um, and then we can kind of chat through like what we think um, pros and cons as I'm only a 5 p.m. artist with my own art, but I am a nine to five with other oh, creative art. activity. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay. I think before we like start this, you know, I want to just validate that it is totally like wherever you're at currently in terms of making money with your art. And if right now the way you're making money with your art isn't enough to quit your day job, like that is completely fine. I mean, that is normal. That is where I think majority of artists start. However, I, I want to also validate that it can be very soul crushing to have a job because <laughs> I think that it maybe isn't in a field that is creative. Yeah, because for someone like me, I think a 5 p.m. artist is where I want to be and stay uh, after some time of thought of be, maybe making that shift to a nine to five, it became less stressful for me to be a 5 p.m. artist. Sure, it's not every day at 5 p.m., but it works better mm -hmm. for my lifestyle personally. Right. And I think also want to validate that for some people, you know, it works best for them to not have art be the source of their income because they don't want that kind of pressure on their work, which, you know, I also think that we should all take a little bit of that pressure off our work just in general um, and maybe work smarter, not harder. But I just want to say that, you know, first of all, validate all experiences. Like just because I'm a full-time artist right now doesn't mean that, you know, there might, there might come a time in my life where I go back to having a different day job and then, um, you know, doing art after five, whatever. I mean, that's not what I would like, but you know, it's totally fine. And no matter where you are at, it is valid and you're also as we touched upon if you listen to last week's episode your your work is still valuable like even if it isn't your full-time job you know like you are still an artist you're still making good work um but one of the things i guess okay so after just validating all of that i want to say is just how difficult it is to you know get have enough time and energy after working a full day to then go and do another thing that I mean, let's be honest, as much as we love, I love creating art, it does require some energy and it, sometimes yeah, yeah. more so because it's like, you're kind of being Brain vulnerable. energy. Yeah, vulnerable, or maybe you get like frustrated with the piece and that can feel really exhausting. Um, I know this happens to a lot of friends of mine who are people who have day jobs who then, um, artists mm -hmm. who have day jobs who then create art after five, you know, they get stuck on a painting and then they like just don't want to return to painting after five because it's like, oh my God, it's, I, they, it's going to feel exhausting and you start to like dread it. And so, yeah, it's just this, it's a push and a pull. 
Yeah, I have three painting. I have a three painting series, and I've painted two. I've been sitting with those two paintings for five, four, four, four months now, and I still have to do the third, which I'm hoping to do that this weekend. But I can say also when you are working in a nine to five, and maybe it is a creative nine to five, so take uh, advertising for myself. There's so many creative juices, different kind of creative juices, but I'm giving someone else a lot of my creativity and. Sometimes it's hard to reserve that creativity for myself after. And sometimes I'm like, I just need to not look at anything. I just need to go outside and take a walk or because the thought of painting after sometimes it's just too much. Like I am drained from all, all the creativity is just used up for that, that day. Um, so trying to find that balance, finding those boundaries. And also, I think I've learned to just be okay with that. I, if I don't like not to put the pressure on myself of like completing a piece when I need to sure I try to give myself deadlines just to stay organized but I find it to be I don't want to make it a chore and I think that's the biggest thing especially when it's you're doing it after hours or later or odd times like don't make it feel like a chore if it's a chore you need to take a break and step away from it yeah I think that's it's that's very valid no it's very valid I think that that so it's interesting as you were talking I was thinking about the artist friends I know and I have I feel like I have two different types of friends um one like one group of friends uh artists who are like super passionate and like okay no back up here both are very passionate but one of them especially is like works you know every day right at five will just jump into a painting like wants to start painting immediately it's like they've been waiting all day to paint and it's like just like zest for painting and uh, a couple friends like that who would just they would paint all weekend all night if they could and you know i look at you know i look at them and i obviously it's like that's amazing that's awesome but i also think you know to them you know i obviously they need to listen to their own desires and what's making sense but i think rest is like equally important too, like Mm -hmm. taking time and thinking of this not as like this hustle but thinking thinking of it in the long game right like this is something that you Mm -hmm. don't want to get tapped out on and you you don't want to get to a place where you are burnt out from it you have years you know hopefully hopefully years and years ahead of you of painting and you don't have to run yourself into the ground to like make this work um, and get to the full-time artist thing. Cause I think a lot of those friends of mine who are like hustling right after five, I think it's because their goal, they really want to get out of their nine to five job. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm going to try to, what I'm going to say, and maybe it's going to be an unpopular opinion is that, you know, <laughs> you can't always out hustle the time frame. Like I just, these things do take time and mm-hmm. you know, you need to take care of yourself within that too like it's important Mm -hmm. to have nights off it's important to take time Mm -hmm. to do other sorts of creative things if you if creativity is just like your life like you could go watch a really cool movie or whatever i i don't think yeah life responsibilities don't stop (laughs) yeah exactly and like you i think also a lot of the friends i'm thinking of like for example like don't have kids yet aren't married or don't have significant mm-hmm. others so like they have this sort of free time to do that sort of thing and then I have other the other group of friends that I know as artists are you know who have day jobs who work after five on their craft you know 
it's what's hard for them is they those life responsibilities like having kids you know having a husband or a wife or a significant other who's going to come home and going to want to spend time with you which is something that i i mean not that like, kirk is like super needy but like it's like <laughs> i want to spend time with him too when he comes home i don't want to like go yeah. off into another room and not talk or see him all night all night mm-hmm. so those things are tough to navigate um i think so i think i would say more people than not kind of landed to that group of like really juggling you know those two things after five yeah i what i like to call and i maybe it helps would help some other people out there um i decided to move away from the side hustle or the hustle i call it my passion project Mm -hmm. um there my painting is my passion project it's something that i i'm passionate about i love doing um where it maybe it gives me a better feeling of like timelines and rushing like there is it takes the pressure off like Sure, I'm working hard just because I'm not hustling doesn't mean that I'm not, I mean, I do a lot and you know, and I'm sure most artists, I think it's like an artist thing. Like we just like to do a billion different things because we get bored easily or I do. Um, So I think it's just finding that balance and respecting your boundaries and um, keeping it, keep it that passion because you don't want to burn yourself out. If you're hustling and you're loving it right now, that is phenomenal but then you can always run down the line that sure hustling after hours was like your escape from your nine to five or your desk job but you never know what it's going to be like on the other side Mm -hmm. which if you keep that like momentum going at that speed for your nine to five that's could potentially burn you out maybe not um yeah i mean jealous if it doesn't but you know just gotta listen to your mind and your body and I think I think Julia and I have like talked a lot about like um even just like with the podcast and when Julia was doing her um new series Mm -hmm. you know we just connected and chatted like maybe take a week off like absolutely no problem like take your time focus on what you need to do it'll all get done and everything will figure it out and no life will be lost (laughs) during that process Exactly. I think that it's important, especially... Okay, so here I'm going to go on a little bit of a, a tangent here that maybe is going to tie into something else that's bigger conversation. But I think I get this question a lot, um, you know, about when, you know, oh, I need to be able to make as much money with my art after five as I'm making in my day job in order to quit. Like I get people saying that all the time to me. It's like, okay, well I need to be able to like supplement my income with like what I'm, of what I'm currently mm. making in order to be able to ever like I have the idea of, of quitting my day job. Does that, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Like I get, I, people tell oh, me Oh, it that. absolutely makes sense. And I oh, get that, I, that I, fear. I understand that concern. And I yeah. think sometimes, no chance. I think sometimes that <laughs> oftentimes I feel like I hear that and I can see how that pressure is like well, also it's fueling this like crazy hustle too. It's like oh my god, like I have it's also to also holding them back too. And, but I also think it's holding you back, and I also think that you know we've discussed this before on the podcast. Like think about what you're saying. You're expecting yourself to make as much money as you make during a full day of work from like five to let's say like realistically like. 9 p.m. I mean, like, let's just say realistically. That's so that's yeah, four yeah. hours. So you think you should be able to make like, I mean, yeah, that is it is possible, right? It's possible. 
And sure. but like I think you need to give yourself some cut some, yourself some slack here. And I yeah. think that I we need to people who are, like 5 p.m. artists. Like I don't think the objective, you know, necessarily at this point should be like a mm-hmm. full time kind of income. And I think oh, that absolutely. I think oh. it's totally like not fair for you, not fair for your art to have that kind of expectation. Could it get there? Absolutely. But also I want to validate that like you don't have to get there in order to be able to quit your day job. I didn't. Oh, I literally was making like, I had an average probably like $200 a month from art, like before quitting my day job. Like honestly, like, cause I was just not, I didn't have enough energy or time. time And so I knew that as soon as I quit though, I was going to be able to make significantly more money because I would have more time and energy. So just want to put that in there because I I feel like, you know, I think you need to look at like where this sense of like hustle is coming from. Is it from this like Mm -hmm. rabid desire to like quit your day job or is it from this like desire and passion for art? And I think both need to be, you know, you need to have health. Both are valid by the way. Like, I mean, my God, I know I was working hard to try to quit my day job at one point Um, too, but you need to have healthy boundaries with both. You know, both are can also be destructive, and um, yeah. So I think it's important to like check in with like your the intention you have behind like the hustle after five. You know, I thought you were gonna say check in with your therapist. Yeah, chat that's it you. Through, come up with a plan. <laughs> that's you. If you're um, the therapist, I <laughs> check in with her too. <laughs> connect. Yeah, connect. Um, something that I think is also a great uh, tip or tool is savings. So let's say you are in your desk job or corporate job or whatever it is, it's not art. Um, and you have this dream and goal to become, you want, you want to be able to just have the freedom and do what you want to be your boss. This could be starting your own company. This could be whatever. Start saving now, start setting stuff aside into a separate bank account or something that it's like your dream bucket. I have one. I started doing that because I'm launching a clothing line and I started putting money aside each month that goes into this bucket um, that I can't touch till it gets to a certain point Then I know I'll be comfortable to walk away from a full-time job or at least expand the business or hire the right people to run it. You know, something like that. So keep that in mind. So if you, that is really one of your goals and you're concerned about the financial risk of quitting your day job, because like Julia said, the expectation is really high, but it's not the reality. You're not going to go overnight most from your salary to the same amount. It's just not realistic because you also, there's other things you have to like take into consideration. I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but like health insurance, dental insurance, 401ks, like that stuff doesn't just like appear <laughs> uh, when you're your own boss. So start doing that research. So if you are a 5 p.m. artist and want to move into um, a longer <laughs> uh, daytime artist or whatever it may be, look into those things. And we can definitely host another episode just on those things alone um, as being an independent designer. Con- I was an independent design contract for about eight months. So I can definitely speak on behalf of that for everyone who has questions on how to get it, where to find it, roughly what is it going to cost you? Um, Because you got to put that factor that all into it. In addition to pay time off. That's something I never thought of is like, you're not getting a PTO anymore. So if you have a number you need to make at the in a year, 
make up a salary that you can live off of and figure out how you can make that through forms of creativity. It doesn't have to just be your paintings. Um, yeah. Do we want to cap pivot to that side? I think I wanted, before we pivot there, I wanted to talk yeah. about the people who have, who maybe aren't wanting to take this full time, but who are just, this is their mm -hmm. after hours, like enjoyment. And it's also something that maybe mm -hmm. they are making some money from. Um, Cause I think sometimes those people too, like they might start to have success, right? In their creative career. So I have a friend of mine. Yeah who I, has yeah, been I can definitely speak of that. really successful with her. Um, she does a lot of um, kind of more like a designy stuff. And we, maybe we'll someday we'll have her on the podcast because she's awesome. Um, and has been like really successful with it to the point where I'm like, girl, like you could probably quit your day job and do this. But she's like, but I don't want to. Like, I love my day job. And she doesn't want to. But the problem is, is now like she's getting all these inquiries to do things. And and she can't keep up. So like, maybe that's not you, like, but but just bear with me for this example. Like, I think sometimes that she's, what she struggles with is like, you know, managing a lifestyle that she enjoys because like, this is this, this was her passion project as Erin, as you said, and now it's easily something that could get out of control and like be like so crazy time consuming. And so she's always having to do this like game of like push and pull of like, how much time does she want to spend on this? like it's up it's her choice and that's what i want to say it's like this is totally your choice like you can say no to things like if someone's asking you you know to do commissions and you're like i literally started this just so i could have fun with it i don't want to do commissions you could just say no to the commissions like you don't have to feel the pressure um to make this full time just because people are telling you you should um and also so i think you need to be like maybe take a minute um, or like sometime this week to journal about like, what are your actual, your intentions with this passion project with this, you, with your 5 PM, 5 PM, like create creative time. Like what is the goal? And it can change. It could start out as just this thing that's really fun. And you're like, no, like I don't want it to be my full-time thing. And maybe it grows on you and the idea starts to become more plausible and that will change and adapt. Um, but I think it's really important to recognize that it's, you know, you have the control over the situation. Um, you don't have to like make this, you know, you don't have to become an entrepreneur because I don't think that's the route for everybody. I don't think it is. Oh, absolutely. It's not, it definitely isn't. And I think you can also try it all on and see what fits best. I mean, obviously there's risk when you try it all on um, because if you don't like it, then you gotta try something else. But sometimes it's worth like just giving it a go, trying it out. I mean, even I kind of dabbled in trying it out and then realized it just wasn't for me, that style. And I'm I'm comfortable staying just as a 5 p.m. artist. What I found for me, it it's like, it is a passion project, sure. I make money off of it, that's phenomenal. But I actually use it more of like an education outlet and techniques and figuring out new things. I was... You know, I went to art school for painting and then I took a break and went, um, started doing graphic design and I, and I love being a graphic designer and I will stay a graphic designer forever. Um, but something I've learned over time is, you know, paint that I painted with in college is college school level paint. So now as I'm getting older, 
Um, not always, but we did cut corners once in a while to get cheaper paint in college. Um, but now I have the flexibility to maybe invest in a little bit more higher end quality tools. And yeah, and I, I that's how I like to use my space of 5 p.m. It's not just, it's like a, a learning thing. It's like feeling how different different paints and you touch have, the gr- Because you the have a day job, you can, you can um, take that risk. Yeah, you can take that risk and, and you can fund your creative passion project, which may or may not turn into mm-hmm. something else. And so... I was going to say this but very it pays similar for thing. it yeah but it pays for it and i was going to say a very very similar thing something i've 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 learned too about like when i was had my day job and something I, something i didn't do that i wish i had done was you know outsource if for example if my goal was to which my goal was to become a full-time artist and i had a day job which i was making money for what I should have done was maybe outsource some of those things that would help me grow because I have extra money, right? Like I have a day job that, you know, is, you know, making me more money um, than my currently my art does. I could have a small budget that could be like, I could maybe hire somebody to like a virtual assistant. I could have, I didn't do this. I should have to like help me keep up with my social media. Cause I know that that also is a whole other thing that becomes exhausting. Like not only you know are you trying to just have time alone to like create art, but then managing it's your social constant. media stuff is like a whole other thing. So like maybe cut yourself some slack and outsource some of this other stuff that like just truly could be a full time job. Like because honestly, that is my full time job is managing the social media, like reaching out to people, like trying you know trying to network and stuff. Obviously, the networking, networking. and reaching out is something you have to do. But like, what are the things that you could do? you know, to outsource your business right now that you, cause you don't have time, um, that you could set aside. Like, I don't know, maybe it's going to be $300 a month for you to get this extra help, but think about how much better or how much quicker you're going to be able to maybe make a transition out of your day job. If you got that extra help because you don't have time for it. So go to an art school, go to a college yeah. university or art school, art program, see if there's any students that are looking for work. It's mm-hmm. not unpaid pay yeah. them. Um, I'm sure they love the, ex- the experience um, and see even how you're doing it because they may want to be doing the same thing in the future. Uh, this reminds me exactly of what, um, so launching this clothing line is just exhausting Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a full-time job and everything else going on. And sometimes it gets behind, in my opinion, like because it's not necessarily up and running yet. It, we're all in the behind the scenes building and stuff like that. It's almost like building, if you didn't give yourself a deadline for your new series, like you can be like, oh, okay, fall of 2021. Okay, so I have time, but I'm not, there's no true timeline for me mm-hmm. because I own, it's my company, like it's my business or mm-hmm. shared business. Um, but because I felt like, because I ha- I need the, to stay in my day job to support this dream, to launch this clothing line, I, can't keep up with both of them. And that's where I realized I need to treat this still like a real company, a real business, deadlines, etc. And that's when I approached like my partners and we decided that we should bring in a company to help with our pr- producing our, like a one-stop shop. So we're working with a company that it's completely sustainable, but they will do account management. They will source stuff for us because right now I'm sourcing all the fabrics myself. I mean, thread everything. And they are someone that can assist with that so it's not just on the three of us and we're already working full-time so i think that's something like it's 
know where your energy is best used and where you can outsource stuff. Be smart, be strategic, especially if this is something that you're serious about. Yeah. Uh, um, it'll make it a re- dream or reality. Sometimes you got to invest. Yes, you have to invest in your to... business. And yeah, like and right now, the word? Just right invest. now, you don't have maybe the time to invest, but you could have, but you might have right. extra resources and funds. So you could find somebody yeah. else to help you invest that time to get there faster, Absolutely. which is something that I really right. wish I had done and I didn't do. And I think I, it would have really helped me further, like further my business probably would have been, been able to quit my day job soon, way sooner. Um, had I had that kind of is extra it help. Tough? It's a tough call. But I have to say it was a very tough call. Cause I'm like, well, I can do it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, but sure i can do it but i was oh, sacrificing there's so much ego involved else. in it too though right because it's like no in like quality. it's mine like this is mine and i still just to eat just to send an email i'm like i that person emailed me five days ago and i need to email back but i just didn't have a second yeah oh, and it's just more of like i say i blame the zoom culture right now greatly because i am on zoom all day every day and the thought to be on zoom for one more email at 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. i just can't i like shut my phone down i'm after i work i my phone goes away i mean i used to be very active on social media like you mm-hmm. would see a post almost every day you'd see stories i'm a ghost i'm yeah. trying to get the wheels running again but it's just yeah. you know that digital world is just burning us all out yeah so yeah Exactly. Long story short, invest where you think will help you. Um, it doesn't have to be crazy. You're not hiring a CEO, someone to take no. over your business. Figure There's out a number. So many people that are looking for side hustles yeah. or part-time work. Figure out a number that would make sense for you and like, you know, just extra money that you might be able to have, you might have mm-hmm. to like throw out this. Maybe it's just only a hundred dollars. I'm sure there is still some, mm-hmm. maybe it's not like hiring a person, but it's like, you know, buying a software that's going to help you like i don't know like manage your posts whatever it is like some invest in something that's going to make your life easier so you can have more time to to paint um even like something for social media um if you i'm because i I don't pay my sister because she's working for the company with me like we're doing it together but what I will do is I have a a software program that I use I pile in a bunch of photography all the photos in there and I just don't want to write it. So I let her write the posts. So honestly, if that's your style, if you threw in like a hundred posts, you could, and who knows when you'll use them, but you could easily pay someone a hundred bucks. That's like, if that can be completed in four hours, maybe I'm over-exaggerating, maybe it's like 50 posts in four hours, but four hours, that's $25 an hour. And that's not bad. I'm sure there's some someone that's in the industry that would be looking for it. There's so many resources sources out there on Facebook and I'm not Craigslist, but like Facebook has all these groups that you can reach out and look for creative beings that would be interested in, Hey, like I'm looking for someone to write copy or take photos or whatever and be upfront about it. If this is your budget, say the budget. Most likely there is someone that's going to be eager and they're going to take it. They'll take it. Yeah. I'm sure you can find it. And I think it'll, you know, I think this all comes back to like time management, which I think is so crucial as a 5 p.m. artist because you do have limited time. Um, and I think mm-hmm. we've mentioned this before on here, the importance of having like rest days, you know, just as if you are, you know, working out, you know, like I always have like one, at least one day a week, if not two, that's just kind of like a low key exercise day because 
A, I think it prevents me from becoming burnt out from exercise. Um, and also I think your body and also your mind and your, the, your creativity in a lot of ways is like a muscle and you need to give it rest or else it's going to get tapped out. And so maybe scheduling Absolutely. in days, where, um, you know, maybe it's going to vary week by week that our days just off and that's totally fine. Cause like no one should feel guilty about taking days off, especially as a 5 p.m. artist. I mean, my God, like you already work a full day. You most people don't work after five, so like recognize that. Like what you're doing, hour artist, is hard. Yeah, yeah. What you're doing is hard, and it's not what most people do. And so, but you also deserve rest, and so schedule in that rest. And also, I think that said another trick that I use just to maybe when it's hard to get into the studio is really having my studio or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have a studio, but you have like a corner of your apartment your or your space, whatever that is where you paint or, you know, do ceramics, whatever. Um, and that you have it all set up and ready to go beforehand. You do that the night before so that it's really easy to get into. Another thing that I find helpful for myself um, because I struggle to give myself those breaks and I, you know, we've talked about this about the people pleasing artist, the no is so hard and the no to myself is just, I, and people are like, why do you teach yoga too? I'm like, to be honest, yoga is my escape. That's where if I, and I can't say no um, on purpose. Like I have scheduled to teach at certain times and certain days because that is my way of getting away from all technology, getting away from everything. Just being in a hot room with music and I'm, yes, I'm teaching it, but I'm also there and it's an experience for myself. So I'm not saying go out there and get yoga certified and <laughs> go teach yoga, but you could make an take appointment a yoga at the nail class. salon. Yeah, like, exactly. Go take a yoga class. Just like make an appointment that you can't back out of. Because yeah. that's where I would, I can always find an excuse to not go do something to do more work. Right. Especially nowadays, because we're always at home, more less now than we were before. But I was kind of like, well, what? I'm, I felt guilty watching TV when I had work that I could complete. I was sitting right um, there. Yeah. I was sitting right there. I'm like, well, it's not like I'm doing anything. I might as well just work. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> not healthy. Like, you're setting an expectation of yourself and others to always be doing that. Right. Um, so yeah, make an appointment, call a friend, commit mm-hmm. to a walk, commit, do something. doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I do find that to be helpful yeah. um, when I commit to something else that's enjoyable that I like to do, which yeah. I have to stick to. And in the same vein, I mean, for the people who are like, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh, trust me, sister, I got no problem like avoiding <laughs> painting. Like I, I will schedule <laughs> a million things to not paint or not whatever. If that is you and you're listening to this, like, okay, this is not helpful. Treat it like the opposite, you know, the same sort of thing, like scheduling your time, making, maybe you have a friend who's a, a fellow painter and you both are struggling with making time to paint. Maybe you say to each other, hey, like let's FaceTime each other at 6 p.m. tonight and both have an hour, a paint, a girl's paint night. You know, like make it fun for yourself. Like that's and, fun. And have wine or whatever and be like it's like a wine Wednesday, like six PM, like for an hour with my girlfriends. We all fa- we all zoom and FaceTime and we all paint. So it's like 
if you're struggling with that, like rethink, brainstorm, brainstorm like a new ways you could make this exciting and also like make a kind of appointment or have somebody else hold you accountable so that you are showing up. And that doesn't have to look like this like dreadful thing. It can be fun and you're still going to have an hour where you're creating. Um, I think that honestly, that sounds like something really fun. I, I should do that with my friends because I have a couple of friends who are also artists. Yeah. Um, obviously um and i i think that there are so many ways what? To, you have friends that are artists. Um, i was like i said that and i was like <laughs> duh um but anyway so i i feel like there's there's lots of ways to to do this so that you are making sure that you're keeping it light and keeping it fun too because i don't think it should be this heavy stressful thing always to work you know continue to work after five it should be something that you enjoy and have fun with and also all those 5 p.m artists it doesn't make you any less of an artist exactly by not taking it on full-time you're still an artist um i know people that are like don't work anymore per se but they i would consider them a 5 p.m artist Mm because they work only maybe a couple times it's just a leisurely passion project um that they're retired and they still want to continue that field um, there's still artists, there's still professionals. Don't feel as if you failed if you don't get to a point where you can make that into a full-time reality. Um, nine to five, five, whatever you do, whatever your choice is, whatever works for your lifestyle, you're still an artist through and through. You're still a creative human and being and keep painting, keep doing whatever you're doing, sewing. What is ceramics? Molding? Um... Keep throwing ceramic clay. Thing. I don't know. Keep throwing that keep clay. Throwing. <laughs> I don't know. Keep um, melding, keep yeah. welding, whatever it is you're doing. Keep just leather work. Just, just <laughs> leather working, anything. I, you know, yes, totally. I, Aaron, as I said at the beginning of this episode, yeah, like want to validate the after the 5 p.m. artist is equally an artist. And um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that this was a helpful episode that you maybe got some fun ideas or maybe it was reassuring for you and validating. And if you have any thoughts on this or you want to relate to Aaron or I about being a 5 p.m. artist, feel free to DM us. My uh, Instagram handle is at juliahagan underscore art. Aaron's is at Aaron Murr and also at Jesso Girls. You can reach both of us. Thank you guys so much for listening again and be sure to tune in for next week.